So uh, this story came out, and we talked about it yesterday, about how Pima County is now taking on uh, 130 acres of an out-of-business golf course to make it into a park for people down in Green Valley. 90 grand to fix up, 100 grand a year to maintain, four to one for it. Uh, uh, the only person against it was Allie Miller, Steve Christie, down in his district. He was all for it with unbridled enthusiasm. That term just cracks me up. And Steve joins us now to talk about it. Hey, Steve, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, and I'm looking forward to refuting all the false allegations that Supervisor Miller made on your show yesterday, and wow. if possible, issuing uh, several personal challenges to Supervisor Miller as we progress. Thanks for having me. You got well, Before we go on, when you said unbridled enthusiasm, did you not think of Seinfeld? You know, I'm sorry, I don't remember that episode. Oh. I'm sure it was funny, and had I known that that was uh, taking away from no, I've never, show, I haven't heard that since Seinfeld. It cracked me up. It was how Kramer described a manuscript, and it was totally well, wrong. It, it was just funny. It sounds appropriate in the case down here, but uh, I would rather not be known as the uh, as taking things from Seinfeld. No, oh, come on, it could be worse. So let me ask you this: All right, you have this uh, this guy that owns Borderlands because this just this just smells funny, Steve. Guy that owns Borderlands Construction. Uh, according to the story in the Green Valley News, he bought the golf course in 2014, and it would it was already closed a year. He it did he, so he already bought a closed golf course four years ago. Was there ever a plan to open it? And if he bought a closed golf course because obviously it couldn't sustain itself, what was the point? And did he buy it ahead of time, knowing he would just donate it for some reason to Pima County? Well, I have no idea what his motivation for purchasing it was four years ago, and uh, he uh, he owns another golf course that's doing quite well here in Green Valley. And as you know, the golf course industry has changed significantly over the last few years. Yeah, it's not good, and it, uh, and it hasn't been good. And apparently, a business decision was made that uh, there was not a sustainable way for the uh, owner of the property to maintain two golf courses. So. He did not reopen the already closed one. So uh, when he originally, uh, last year, or last summer, went to Parks and Rec and said, you guys want this? They said, no, it's too expensive to operate. It's not, we, it, it just doesn't make any sense. So if they said it's too expensive to operate, why did you think it was not too expensive to operate? Well, it wasn't my doing that uh, uh, made it so it was not too expensive. The, re- the reason Parks and Rec turned it down initially uh, and this was not brought up, of course, uh, conveniently in yesterday's interview, was because Parks and Rec were under the understanding that the property would be resumed either as a full-blown golf course or repurposed into what is a traditional or stereotypical park setting, like ball fields, soccer fields, baseball diamonds, uh, backstops, benches, parks, dog parks, all of the things that we think of when we think of a traditional park, that either both of those options, making it into a golf course or repurposing it into a traditional setting, would be very expensive. That was never the case or the intention, and that was why Parks and Rec said initially this would be too expensive. So is Parks, now, and, Rec, that, is Parks and Rec behind it now? Do they think it's a good idea now? They, they are now behind it because they now understand what the purpose and the repurposing of that property is. It is going to go back to a natural vegetated state, just like a lot of uh, open 
spaces we have within the city of Tucson and throughout Pima County, they're going to allow it to go back to its natural setting, which is minimal expense, minimal upkeep, minimal cost, and allow it basically for uh, hiking paths, walking paths, trails, and the uh, uh, ability to uh, get out in, in, in an open environment but it is not going to have lawns, it's not going to have watering, it's not going to have a baseball diamond. It's like walking through the desert. So it's not going to cost, is it going to cost 100000 a year to upkeep, like the report said? I, the, that, it, I didn't even hear 100. I heard less than 90, most, most of which will be covered uh, by community grant, grants and community organizations like the Lions Club, the Green Valley Council, uh, a number of uh, friends of the park. It's a terrific opportunity for an underparked community that has a minimal cost, open space, naturally vegetated setting. Oh, I got you. Hang on a it's second, though. Hang on a second, Steve. So we were told, I read in the report, I read that it's going to cost ninety grand to clean up because the sidewalk, the, 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 side, the paths are a mess. There's all kinds of, I guess, high grass, you name it. So ninety grand to clean up and then 100000 a year to maintain. Is that not accurate? I would say the the ninety thousand uh, to open it up is is probably accurate. It's been after all uh, shuttered and not used for three four years. There's been some deterioration uh, in the in the paths. And in order to make it safe and usable for a an older community here, uh, ninety thousand dollars to bring it up to a safety uh, level and to an acceptable level for public use, I think, is more than than justified. And, and in the and with, when you're talking about 130 acres, ninety thousand dollars to bring it up so people can use it is not out of the question. Okay, so and is it going to cost a hundred thousand dollars a year to maintain? That I don't believe it will. I believe between the community and between uh, bidding and uh, help from uh, grants such as Freeport Matmoran and other business enterprises, that the costs to maintain a natural vegetated state. Uh, parkway should cost well less than 90. So that is an estimate. It's probably on the high end just to be safe. But uh, even so, um, that kind of money for 130 donated acres, I think, is a bargain and a good deal. Well, okay, we have Steve Christie, Pima County Supervisor Steve Christie on KNST AM 790. Why not have the guy that owns Borderlands, who gets a lot of contracts from Pima County to do work, right? Why not have him? He has the equipment. He wants to just be done with this. He doesn't want to maintain it. He doesn't want to pay taxes anymore. Why not say, you want us to take over the land, you clean it up? Well, that was never brought up into the discussion. I don't see what the problem with doing that is, but here's somebody offering 130 acres. Oh, I get it, but it's going to cost, but here's the thing, you still haven't given me like an actual estimate. Like, what is it going to cost Pima County taxpayers every year to, to maintain this park? It's estimated somewhere around seventy to ninety thousand dollars. I mean, okay, so you you have that seventy ninety grand. Uh, the guy's just dumping it on us because he doesn't want it anymore. It's a money loser, and then we got to be. You could say, well, look, we're going to raise ninety thousand dollars to originally fix it up. Blah blah blah. I mean, this guy just gives it away free and clear. He's scot free, and then the taxpayers. If you guys don't get enough donations, we have to be stuck cleaning it up. The guy has the equipment. Well, He's got a really good business. Why can't he do his part? Well, you're you're making the uh, at the assertion that uh, the, the eighty or ninety thousand dollars is an extraordinary exorbitant amount of money to maintain and keep a park safe and operational for 130 acres. But I've done a little research 
And um, I was looking at uh, District 1, uh, Supervisor Miller's district, and she's been railing about the cost of this little donated park, 130 acres down here of $80,000, $90,000. And she touts herself and Valley hoos herself as the watchdog of public taxpayer funds. In her district alone, to maintain and to keep her parks in her district on her watch operating, last year cost $3,082,970, almost $3.1 million of taxpayer money to fund her 17 parks. That's a lot of shiny objects, and she's supposed to be the watchdog of public spending, Seems to me the kennel door was left open. Well, at some but, but point hang on a second, Steve. She didn't. She didn't. She didn't buy those parks. She didn't. She, and they, they were there. She became supervisor. They were already there. That and they probably this is a stretch. A lot. They they were probably uh, purchased too, and that's another expense. No, but so you think they were purchased it, while it, in the past six so years? Bad, if it's so bad that we're going to spend maybe seventy to ninety thousand dollars a year for one park to keep it open. It's got to be equally as bad to spend $3 million in maintaining 17 parks that the whole county is paying for in Supervisor wow. Miller's district. $3 million. Steve, I mean, now, I know you know. You know thing. Yeah, okay. She has, let me tell you just one more very mm-hmm. interesting fact on park maintenance. It costs $3.1 million a year to maintain the parks in Supervisor Miller's district. And that to me, I think, is a huge amount of money. But, you know, Green Valley and my district, which goes north from Mount Lemon, south all the way to Green Valley, the cost of maintaining our three parks is $362,000 for three parks. It costs ten times that amount to maintain the parks in Supervisor Miller's districts. Yet there's no outrage over that huge three over over her tenure on the board, five and a half years, that's $15 million at least that could have, in her fuzzy thinking, gone to the roads, Eric. Uh, Derek. Steve, this Derek, this is – yeah, it's okay. I've been called worse. It's all right. Um, I, I beg your pardon. Not, not, that's, that's not a problem. Um, so you're trying to make the case that parks that were already in existence, already in existence, are comparable to you when people – the number one thing they want right now is roads fixed. Parks in existence is comparable to um, saying, let's just not put a hundred grand a year or ninety grand a year, whatever it is, towards fixing the roads. We'll just use it to maintain this desert park area instead. You know, this. Are you, are you not? Are you not seeing? Because that—that's the point you're making. That's the point you're making. This is insane, man. This is this isn't good, Steve. <laughs> my, the point I'm making is that it costs for all of our parks in District One to be maintained. $364,000. Supervisor Miller has over 17 parks that cost $3.1 million. I know, I'm aware of this, that, Steve. This, but they, this, this is, Steve, this is you're, not, you're, you're, no, you're not. This is apples and oranges. Right now, nobody, exactly. no, hang on, oh, Steve. Right now, nobody is like, you know what? I think instead of using money to pave roads, we should buy land, or we should take land, excuse me, take land and then spend 90 to 100 grand a year, whatever it is, to maintain it. That's that that that's a new thing. What you're doing is new. What you're t- trying to make Alley responsible for, which is insane to me, are parks that already were in existence. That has nothing. They're they're not the same, man. Is this the best you can do? Come what on, I'm Steve. Trying, what I what I'm trying to do is show that 
in order to maintain a, a park or an open setting or whatever, it costs some money. There's $3 million going to her parks, and there's 80000 going to donated wow. parks here in an, in an underparked community that desperately wants and needs and has the full backing of the community. Let, let's face park. it, let's face it, Steve. Green Valley is full of a bunch of older people that generally don't use parks nearly as much because they're older people. They can't do it compared to younger people that live in District 1 that have that, families and that kind that of stuff. Is not, that is not true. Really? This is a retirement that is a reti- this is a retirement community. I'm aware. It's very active. Well, the Green Valley Recreation uh, Organization has all sorts of physical activities for the, the community here. This community wants desperately this park, and it's being donated 130 acres, minimal cost to maintain it. It's a good deal for the community, and they want it and need it. So, but, but the rest of us have to pay for it, which, I mean, it's a brand new thing. Well, yeah, the, we, rest of, the rest of us are paying for all no, the No, but don't, yeah, I can't believe you're making, you're not, this is not sounding good for you, Steve. You keep saying this, but we're not dumb. We're sick of this stuff, man. You're saying, we've already been paying for those parks. Those parks have been in existence. Right now, people say we want all the money to be used to fix roads. And when it's shoved in our face that there's going to be money to, to build a soccer stadium and other fields, and now this park, we're saying, what the hell is going on? And you were not supposed to be the guy that, do, that does this stuff, man. I, what you're basically telling me to do is to tell my, my constituents, the people that voted for me, the people that I represent, that I'm going to flip my middle finger at them and tell them, no, you cannot have this park because Allie Miller says it's a bad deal. Not when they have made studies and have group uh, outreach to the community and they have made it clear that they desperately want and need this park and are willing to help pay and defer the cost for it. And it is a community enhancement, a quality of life enhancement, and a property value enhancement for a community that has barely three parks. You're flipping the finger to everybody, people down in Green Valley and everywhere else that want the roads fixed. Well, if that's the case, then then if, if maintenance... For parks is a bad thing to have. Wow. Let's take let's take all of the maintenance money for mm. parks and put them to the roads. That's a challenge. I, I would challenge that ha- to happen. Okay, so I may, bring it up. See what happens. But I, let let really really quick. Also, this Borderlands again was it never brought up? Why he wanted to keep the clubhouse and a maintenance building? Why was he allowed to keep that stuff so he can sell it? Why not have that? You want to donate that to us so it's our responsibility all this land. Give that to us so we can sell that and then use the, the proceeds to pay for the upkeep or pay for the fixing of this? During the due diligence, the, uh, the maintenance building and the clubhouse were never part of the, of the transaction, never included. Why? Uh, why should it be? The, to refurbish that and to re, repurpose that, that would be the expensive part. That's, that's a, that's but what, a what expensive is he, he going to do with it? I have no idea. You think he's going you, you to keep these? I would assume that there would probably be some, maybe some use uh, on the retail level or commercial level. I don't know. But the cost and upkeep and acquisition of those buildings uh, were never included in the deal and would definitely be, hmm. now we're talking money. I think he wanted two, $300,000 for them, and the county said, no, we're not interested. Well, they were thinking about it, but why not just say, if you want us to take this land off your hands... Give that to us also, because we can't put all of this on the taxpayers. That never came they up. Probably, huh? the, the, the thought process, and I wasn't in those, thought, that, those meetings, but I would assume the thought process is the county does not want to take on the responsibility of having to deal with the expense of maintaining those pieces of property. All they wanted was the 130 acres to repurpose it as a 
Natural setting park. The county buys buildings all the time. They you they 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 remortgage buildings to to give a loan to Worldview. Well, do you agree with that? No, but I mean, why stop now? Well, why, I, I'm just looking at this. Is that why? Because because why not get assets in order to sell them? Why why not do? If he's he's not going to keep these, you know, he's going to sell these. Nobody asked him. What do you plan to do with these pieces of property on the land that we're going to own? Well, there's. All kinds of things that he could be doing with them, I don't know. Again, all I can tell you is that the community and the county were only interested in one thing, the, the, the donation of 130 acres for a park setting. Man, you, are you not seeing any, like, do you, do you understand that people may be up, you know, are upset at, at the, the fact that it looks like parks are more important than fixing roads right now? Taking on new I parks can, and fixing I roads? Can, uh, a 130-acre mm. donation of land to a community for recreational purposes, for enhancement of the quality of life and property values, in, in this manner, with minimal costs involved, is a good deal for the people of this community, okay. my constituents, and they want it. And there was never anything brought up, Steve, to this guy that has all the construction equipment in the world with Borderlands Construction, that he shouldn't be responsible. If you want us to take the land off your hands so you have nothing to do, you need to clean it up. Maybe you need to maintain it. Something like that needs to happen. I mean, nothing. No, there was no deal, nothing, that this guy has to do anything on his end. He's, he's donating the land. Mm. He's donating the property. The property. I don't know what the, if that ever came up. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it never did. Well, were you, who, were, were you, not, were you not part of this? Who, who, was, who was part of negotiating all this? Just Chuck Huckleberry? This was between the, the uh, I'm sure it was between the, the county administrator, Mr. Huckleberry, and the Parks and Recreation Department. You had nothing to do there. You were you, you represent the district. You didn't have any say. I didn't. Ha- I didn't have any of the actual negotiations because I put it out to the community for, to allow them to find uh, uh, if this was something that they wanted to back and wanted to support, and they overwhelmingly did. Okay. Tell you this what, man. What, this is this is this is what my my constituents wanted, and I'm not going to turn my backs on representing what they want. I, I understand. I'll tell you what, we might have to get you and Allie in here if that's okay in the next day or Monday or something like that, if it's possible. We'll, we'll call you guys off the air, okay? Very good. I appreciate the time. All right. Thank you, Steve. Take care. It's uh, Pima County Supervisor Steve Christie on KNST.